Well, the virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, it is uh, Wednesday, 28 September in the year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, we're within six weeks of the most important um midterm elections since 1862 and the entire nations is focused on that a lot going on because this is all inextricably linked we're going to start in a second at the southern border todd benzman is going to join us in the back part of this hour to talk about new york times has a story about how joe biden's trying to do incremental changes small tiny changes they're going to help the border situation it's all a complete and total lie it's really taking the asylum system and really making it just a uh, a processing center so that we end up with two, three, four, five million, who knows how many illegal aliens in the country. Todd Benzman is going to be here from CIS. Remember, he's a former intelligence officer in the Department of Public Safety in the state of Texas. So Todd's going to really walk us through this. Today, this morning, it was announced that $9 trillion of your net worth, $9 trillion of American citizens, since the second quarter, they updated that $6.1 trillion to $9 trillion in your pension funds, your uh, your. Uh, this is everything to do with the equity markets in this country. Nine trillion dollars wiped off of American citizens. That does not include the bond market uh, losses, and it does not include what really started yesterday, these massive real estate losses that are going to occur as interest rates, mortgage rates have gone to the highest, 30-year mortgage highest since, what, 2002, uh, 10 years now. We got the biggest drop in, in housing sales. It's all coming together. A massive intervention by the Bank of England uh, this morning, uh, the D Dow futures were way off. Massive intervention by the Bank of England to really uh, st step into a bond buying program to stop the collapse of the British pound in British and government bonds. The reason is this insane uh, strategy that the Tory government has come up to do unfunded tax cuts. And how this is all going to play in the United States? Because last night the Senate approved, guess what, the short CR. To give the Democrats control, the only CR is going to go down to December 16th. That means the continued resolution will be controlled by Nancy Pelosi in the House. Uh, the, the spending is going to be at least 2021. There's no way to finance this. Uh, the debt ceiling now looks like it's going to be early in 2023. It's all coming together. This is a massive economic and financial crisis that's hurtling to us. And, of course, Many, many people are just trying to look the other way. It came up last night in this debate in the state of Washington, in Washington 3. Joe Kent's going to join us. As quite frankly, I hate to be so brutally frank about it, his opponent is just not prepared, has no real understanding, basic understanding of the financial and economic issues that, that face, this, uh, face this country. I want to go to, uh, we're going to get to Carolyn Levitt, another firebrand who's running in New Hampshire 1, but I want to go to the border with Jeff Rainforth. Jeff, the cartels now, when we built the wall there in El Paso, up that uh, up that mountain where the Border Patrol yep. said it was the most dangerous patch that they had, that's right there at the border of New Mexico and Texas. The cartels came through there. That was sex and, and drug trafficking, uh, basically, uh, you know, unbridled. If, if anybody's seen the movie uh, Sicario, this is where it is. Juarez is on one side, El Paso on the other. Jeff, you're there. It looks actually beautiful and peaceful, but that still the cartel controls this now probably more uh, than ever around there, right? That that wall stops it, but the cartel is going around it. The cartels tr control not just the northern border of Mexico, they control the southern border of the United States. Jeff Rainforth, a top investigative reporter, been in Portland and Seattle, uh, uh, chronicling Antifa, has been doing the wall for many, many years. Jeff Give us your report. We're going to have you back in later with uh, Benzman. But give us your initial report. Great. Thanks, Steve. Uh, well, I started off uh, coming out of California and uh, headed into uh, Yuma, Arizona, uh, where massive amounts 
of um, illegal aliens are coming in via the cartels. Um, and what's happening is, well, the cartels take their money, take uh, up to like $10,000 per people from uh, Central America, I believe. And, and a lot more than that when they're coming over from Europe or uh, China, uh, Russia, wherever. There are a lot of people coming in from Afghanistan where, while I was there uh, just a couple of days ago. Um, you got some footage showing up there. Probably five to 800 a night were coming across there. Um, the cartels are in full control, uh, total control, because the Biden administration has allowed them to be, which is treason, in my view. Um, they they make more money now. A Border Patrol agent told me they like uh, bringing in people or uh, human trafficking better than drug trafficking now because they can make better money at it as Joe Biden's administration is just letting them come in. So there's, as opposed to drugs, Jeff, we push back a little Jeff, bit. Jeff, Jeff, the Border Patrol, the Border Patrol has really become a processing. This is where we get to in Todd Benzman, when Todd Benzman comes on. We don't really have a Border Patrol anymore. I mean, we built that wall right there, uh, you know, to, to uh, at least in some small patch to help Border Patrol at least thwart a thoroughfare. But the Border Patrol has really become just a processing group to process, and this is what the Biden administration has changed the rules. They've actually got people, and they say it's to, to, to make a better process. That's a lie. It's really to process people in this country with no advocacy system. Remember, this is supposed to be kind of adversarial. You really got a question, are people here just economic migrants? If that's the case, that's not asylum, right? And that's not happening. And so the cartels control it. Our border patrol, there's no ICE, there's no internal enforcement. And most importantly, the border patrol will tell you they're just processing individual they're just processing folks right now there's no in fact people come across the border look for them so they can be processed quicker is that what you're finding also jeff absolutely 100 percent. and uh, the majority of those people want to come over uh, and not be caught there are a lot who who don't want to be caught who are the criminals the drug traffickers the uh, uh sex uh traffickers they uh but these the ones that you just saw uh those are in yuma those people want to come across and um, as for the first day I was there, what I saw was it was like a party, a party scene. A lot, a ton of people were from Cuba. Almost all of them were, were from Cuba. I overheard and talked to some of them until the Border Patrol said I couldn't talk to them. And they said, hey, we're from Cuba. And it was like a big old party. Everybody wanted me to take their pictures yeah. and whatnot. And the second night I went in, it was it was vastly different. Um, I'm not I, I don't know if the uh, Cubans needed jobs or whatever. But the second night I went in, every almost everybody was sick and coughing. And they were quiet, and I yeah. felt really bad for them because, damn, they were really in a hard place. And and it I mean, was this, so the, hot the, out there, 111 the, degrees. This when footage is unbelievable. Rainford, your footage on this is unbelievable. We're gonna get back. Jeff Rainford, a top investigative reporter, has been doing this for years down in el paso texas we're going to rejoin jeff jeff the footage is unbelievable jeff's going to join us sure. later in the hour with todd benzman let's go uh, let's play let's play caroline levitt's uh, cold open inflation keeps rising and washington keeps spending costing the average new hampshire family an extra 700 dollars each month but caroline levitt is ready to fight back for us we all have to balance our pocketbooks washington dc should do the same we must stop the spending in Washington. That's the only way we are going to see prices go down. And that's what I pledge to do as your next Congresswoman. A common sense leader fighting for us. Caroline Levitt for Congress. I'm Caroline Levitt and I approve this message. Caroline, here, here's the question, you know, cause you probably don't have any, you know, more common sense folks than the folks in the, you know, Granite Staters, that's why uh, the nation, you know, really depends upon them for the first primary. People trust the judgment of folks in New Hampshire. H how can they, you sit there, you just see the border. You got the fentanyl problem. You got now New Hampshire is like a border state. Uh, you've got all the problems of mass illegal immigration. Inflation, you know, 18 months in a row, real wages are dropped. So you're falling behind on your income every month. Now we know from these statistics they're putting out, the net worth of people, the people's personal balance sheets are being blown. Their pension funds, their 401ks, $9 trillion of wealth destruction just in the stock market. Doesn't include massive loss in the bond market. And now you're about to see the housing market collapse. 
How does your opponent, who basically has supported all of this, how does he even stand up in front of the folks in New Hampshire and try to make an argument, ma'am? Well, he doesn't. Congressman Chris Pappas is a puppet for Nancy Pelosi. He has voted with Pelosi and Joe Biden 100% of the time. He's never taken a vote outside of party leadership. So therefore, I believe he is 100% responsible for these crises that we are facing here in our great state of New Hampshire. The guy hasn't held an in-person town hall since before the pandemic. He's still using COVID as an excuse to hide from voters because he cannot stand on the issues. Steve, you mentioned inflation. I talked about it in our first general election ad. You know, we're a cold weather state here in New Hampshire. So we're being particularly impacted by inflation because our energy costs are soaring as a result as well. We have electric baits. I have my electric bill for my apartment right here. I live in a small apartment here in New Hampshire. It's double what I paid last month already. And we haven't even started cranking up the heat for winter home heating oil. We're going to have a shortage. I mean, people are literally going to have to start to choose between heating and eating in our state. And it's a direct result of the policies that Pappas has enabled. I love the previous spot on the border as well. You mentioned New Hampshire is a border state. We absolutely are. We've been plagued by the opioid epidemic here for eight years. And I was speaking with some law enforcement officers actually this morning in our two major cities, Manchester and Nashua, and they gave me these stats. I'm going to read them. Manchester, New Hampshire is on track to have a 30% increase in opioid-related deaths compared to last year. Nashua, New Hampshire is looking at 70% increase over the last year alone. Oh, in the last month of August and September, they saw double the amount of response calls for fentanyl overdoses in our inner cities. This is a serious crisis that's impacting my generation of Granite Staters. And our representative right now has remained silent. I said yesterday, how many children have to be trafficked over our border before my Democrat opponent speaks out against Joe Biden? He's so bought and paid for by Pelosi and Biden that he can't even speak up for basic human rights for this drug epidemic that's plaguing our state. It's disgusting. And it's why he's going to lose the November 8th. I'm going to hold him accountable every single day leading up to the general election for these policies that are hurting the people of my home state. I just want to, I want to get this because I'm going to talk to Kent, Joe Kent in a, in a moment about this debate. Um, because once you, and this is why Carrie Lake, the runaway from Carrie Lake in Arizona, they can't stand on a stage and defend these policies. They can't, not in front of a, a common sense, middle-class, working-class audience. People are going to sit there and go, what are you talking about? Pappas, I just want to go over this again. You're telling me your opponent has not had a town hall with citizens, because that's kind of what New Hampshire is based upon, these small gatherings where people can kind of weigh and measure you. He has not had town halls around the district in, what, over two years, over a year? Nope. nope. He has not held an in-person town hall. So he does these fun little Zoom calls, right, where they pick who can ask a question. He hasn't appeared in person doing a town hall, taking honest questions from voters in over two Years For that alone, he doesn't deserve our vote, right? It's public service. You're supposed to put yourself out there. And that's how I won my primary. I was out there with the voters every single day. That's how we're going to win this general election as well, by speaking to every voter. I don't care if you're a Democrat, an independent, or a Republican. I want to talk to you about the policies and the impact they're having on our state and what Chris Pappas has done to enable them. Now, he has agreed to a few debates. I really look forward to debating him because there are serious questions that he has failed to answer. And he keeps labeling me as an extremist and, and waging personal attacks against me every single day via email, television ads, Twitter. And I don't care because that's all he has. I'm going to continue to talk about policy, inflation, the economy, our rising energy costs, and this open border crisis that's hurting our state. And that's where voters understand why we're going to win this election. Like you said, we have a very wise electorate here. They don't pay attention to the bullcrap. They did it in my primary. That's why we won, because they understood where I stand on the issues. And that's why we're going to win the general election, too. It's about the issues. Pappas is a puppet, and he's hides away from the voters, period. We got 30 seconds. How do people get to your campaign to find out more about you and see if they want to assist Caroline Lovett? Yes, please. We got to reload the campaign coffers. Please go donate. CarolineForCongress.com. This is one of the most winnable, flippable seats in the country. I need your help. CarolineForCongress.com. Caroline Whitaker. Thank you so much, Steve. Posse, if you want to volunteer, go to the same site. Caroline Levitt, your fighter, fight on. Short commercial break. We return two more fighters. Joe Kent and the great Rudy Giuliani, the greatest mayor in the history of New York City. All next in the war room. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. 
You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, MyPillow.com, promo code War Room, the great fighter, the armor-piercing shield, armor-piercing missile, Mike Lindell, who got the hook out of Walmart and these other big box stores. He's now giving you the savings. Got the classic pillow, $19.88. But you got to go to mypillow.com promo code worm because he's basically selling them online now. Got he got yanked at basically all retail, so I think it was fifty percent of his business total. But he's made it up by making sure that you get access to those savings online. Make sure you go to mypillow.com promo code worm. You'll go once you do that. You'll go to our square. It's got all the sales. Buy one get one's free. The slippers, the moccasins, the bathrobes, all of it, and these sheets. You've got everything there, and including this new sale. It's not going to last forever. The classic pillow at $19.88. Also got the towels on special. So go check it out. Okay, um, Joe Kent, we were going to play a magnificent cold open of your debate last night, but the live stream came in a little choppy. But let me just give you my assessment, Joe Kent, is that, and by the way, the New York Times said this was, if this is supposed to be the title match, uh, is this supposed to define American politics, you and your opponent? And let me just make an observation. We're in a financial and economic crisis that is crushing the working class in this country. She professes, and she, I guess she's owned some small businesses, but she professes to be the, the tribune of the working class. If you're tribune of the working class, you have to have enough respect for the working class to actually do your homework and understand the financial and economic crisis that we're in and how they're going to be the burnt offerings of this because they're getting destroyed. And we are in one that's been brought about by the Uniparty and particularly the radical Democrats of Nancy Pelosi and this illegitimate regime of Joe Biden. And let me be blunt, on your debate last night, I didn't see a lot of specifics or details or even a modicum of understanding of what this crisis is from your opponent. And all I heard was just personal attacks on you and some abortion thrown in. Um, is that is that dog gonna hunt in Washington three, Joe Kent? It's really not, Steve. I mean, it's pretty embarrassing when the candidate for the other side of the aisle has to bring a stack of note cards and then reads off the note cards. And really, if you can bring note cards, you should at least have a coherent thought about how everything that's happening in our economy is deeply interlinked from the cost of energy to what's happening on the stock market to what's happening on the geostrategic level with the war in Ukraine and open southern border. But even with her notes, she couldn't link any of that together. And look, the Democrats are in a precarious spot. They they know that this has all been inflicted upon them by the Biden regime, by the fact that we killed off our energy sector, we opened our border, and we continue to escalate. Even as the debate was going on last night, there's more escalation going on in Ukraine, while the Congress, for some reason, and the Senate want to send billions more dollars to Ukraine all at the same time. So she couldn't even string together any coherent thoughts about that. Everything was just personal attacks 
And then trying to say, trying to normalize abortion being available um, via taxpayer funds up until the ninth month of month of birth. And I think that, that was great to highlight because I don't think that's where Americans who are even pro-choice are with their belief in abortion. So really, it was it was kind of a uh, embarrassing performance for her, but it really highlights where the Democrat Party is right now. No substance, no being able to link these complex issues together, nothing but shallow personal attacks. And, and, and where she did have like bring manufacturing back or entry level jobs with tech, that that's just a that's just a nice assertion. Yes, we understand that you more than anyone have fought for that. And of course, the nationalist popular, the populist nationalist movement is all about that. But you got to get into the details of how it's going to get done. You're just not going to wave, wave a magic wand and it's going to happen, particularly with the, the Democratic Party, who's really not in back of that at all. Right. They're just not what they want to do is flood Bill Ackman and the big donors, the Democratic Party. And she, she ought to be able to answer this. They want to flood the zone with massive immigration, not just the invasion of the border. They want to they want to set it up to have ma- they believe they can take inflation down by driving wages down. And what they're going to do is they're going to drive it down among working class people. So I, I was actually pretty disappointed. I thought it was going to be a much more a, I thought it was going to be much more about issues and really having two kind of populists, a, a populist on the right, which is herself and a populist on the left, which she was supposedly. But. Uh, maybe uh, is there going to be other debates? Are you guys going to stand on stage uh, in the future? There should be one more debate, at least on October 15th, back in Clark County again. Um, we've, we've agreed to about two more debates of her. So I'm open to stand on the stage and answer people's questions or even go head to head with her anytime she wants. How is just real quick before we leave, how's the financial situation affecting uh, people in your, in your district? We love asking this question of, of everybody that's running because the markets today are going to be more turmoil. The net worth of the American people is getting eviscerated. Housing market's going to drop. The 10-year, uh, Cortez is going to be on the second hour. We wanted uh, Steve to get some work done in this hour. But the 10-year treasury is over four. So trust me, your credit card, your mortgage, your car payment, it's all about to explode, right? And anybody under 35, you've gone from a Russian surf, which we've called you. You don't own anything. You're not going to own anything. You're now going to a debt slave because the, the, the massive debt in this country is just going to be incredible. Does she have any response to this or what are the what are your constituents saying? Are they telling her and you that this is top of mind to them? This is this is an important topic. Yes, yeah, Steve, I've done over 260 in-person town halls. I've not, I've personally knocked on about 2000 doors. And regardless of who you're talking to, the economy and the inflation, it's number one on people's mind. If you're working class, you can't afford to drive to work and buy the things you're used to buying at the grocery store. Christmas is right around the corner. I talk to parents all the time. They're concerned about being able to purchase the toys their kids want for Christmas. And folks that are you know heavily invested in stocks and bonds, they're worried about their 401ks. Their 401ks are tanking right now. They were relying on those to really pad their retirement. And that's absolutely being decimated right now by these policies. So across the board, regardless of how you earn your living or what socioeconomic class uh, that you're in, this inflation is destroying people. And my opponent, the Democrat Party, they can't answer for this. My opponent likes to say she's a small business owner uh, and talk about how we need to train more people in the trades. But then there was no tying together what Biden's done with the energy economy, and then especially not tying how much Washington, D.C. is spending and continuing to spend. She actually prided herself on being able to go to Washington, D.C. and sign off on more omnibus spending. She's already said that she'd sign on to the Inflation Reduction Act. So really, she basically said that she would just That's a deal killer right there. That's just a pain. That's just payments to the the lobbyist this shows you that's yeah. payment to the lobbyists and to mansions donors that's a it's an obscenity it's an obscenity joe how do people get to you because you know the new york times has told us this is the most important race in the nation to highlight where we are as a country um i was a little disappointed last night i thought your opponent would actually bring more to the table and we'd actually have a heated debate we're quite interested and remember for populists on the left uh we, we want to hear your solutions right you're you're populist we're populist we want to hear it we think we've got better solutions we want to hear yours but we want to hear them in a thoughtful way joe uh how how do people get to you in the campaign particularly to volunteer or any assistance joe kent for congress.com is the touch point for all of that really need the posse help with donations we had to drain our coffer in that hard-fought primary and then like you said the new york times and a bunch of liberal outlets are really signal boosting my opponent and hey if you're a populist on the left if you're an actual bernie bro to circa 2016 i really encourage you to come to some of my town halls let's talk about trade let's talk about ending endless wars let's talk about how immigration affects labor i really want to have those discussions i'm not getting them from my opponent unfortunately so i welcome them into our camp 
Yeah, we want to go to the pre-woke Bernie. Right, we, we, yeah. A lot of the Bernie Bros are 60. We're going to go to the pre-woke Bernie because uh, I think you'll find that Joe Kent, we agree on a lot more than you think. So, Joe, thank you very much. Honored to have Absolutely. you on here. Great, great, uh, great turnout last night. Thank you very much, Stephen. Appreciate it. Let me bring in America's Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Rudy, I, I want you on here to talk about this emergency order because you did a great podcast today. I want to make sure everybody, because we're driving to winning this thing. How are we going to hold the victory or ensure the victory? But I got to ask you with your political savvy, just the, and you've seen this in New York City, it's getting eviscerated. With the crime, the inflation, the invasion on the border, now the implosion of capital markets and real estate, uh, we have the issue set. How would you recommend for these people, particularly running in house districts, how, how do you close, how do you close on victory? What, 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 how do you drive this home to actually get a win? Well, I mean, let's, let's, let's separate them for a moment. The house and the center are two different things, right? The House has got to be, as it always is, door to door, meeting to meeting. Uh, if you're not if you're not working from six in the morning until midnight, you're not working. And uh, it can be face to face, organizing as many people as possible and sticking on the issues, uh, sticking on the issues of I mean, there are just really two or three issues, crime, the economy and uh, and the uh autocratic government we have with mandates and orders and i mean we're li we're living in something akin to a authoritarian government and the only way we're going to stop it is to vote them out and ask them if they want pelosi for another two years i mean I, and and, and if, if abortion comes up just put it aside and say look they're the ones that are in favor of killing babies not us they want to kill eight month old nine month olds you want to vote for that I can't help you if you want to vote for that. But I think that I think we, we have to stick on our issue and ignore theirs. That's the way you win an election anyway, any, any election. On the Senate side, uh, they're, they're really hurting us. Statewide elections, they're hurting us with this absence of debate. Look at what Fed, Fetterman's not going to debate until the election's over. Uh, and the same thing with, uh, with uh, Hochul. Uh, Hochul's got a scandal a day. Zeldin could rip her apart. The whole debate could be about how much money she's made already as governor illegally. And uh, but she runs away. She's not going to debate until maybe sometime in October. So there you got to get money into them. Uh, uh, our Republican donors have got to send money to particularly our statewide candidates because they're going to have to make up a tremendous difference. And they're going to have to basically dominate the, the free media and get and get their point across. I mean, Pennsylvania should be a state in which we win by 10 points or better. All the issues are on our side. We just have to, we just have to drive them. And Oz and Mastriano are great candidates. They should be elected. I think they will be, but they're being, they're being uh, killed by being ignored. The main media keeps them out. You don't read about them in Philadelphia or, or Pittsburgh. No debate. Very little television coverage, so they got they have to find ways like you're so good at, which you're talking yeah. about breaking through with what I call a ground, you know, a, a media ground game. Go go on the local television stations, yeah, uh, the Rudy, local radio stations. Rudy, hang on for one second. We'll just take a short break, pay for the show, and we'll be right back. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room pandemic here's your host stephen k bannon okay welcome back let's go to america's mayor rudy giuliani rudy you had this podcast the other day and people look we're driving to we got the issue set we've got the, we're going to turn out the electorate we need we need to know that we can close this one of the things that's concerning people is joe biden went on 60 minutes a couple of weeks ago and said uh hey pandemic's over and yet they still have this emergency order H how do we make sure how do we ensure that this thing is not uh, that this thing is not stolen from us, uh, particularly the, using the, the big, emergency order pandemic. In the big statewide elections, we should be in court if we think that's going to be used, because there I, I have no doubt that the majority of courts are going to declare it unconstitutional. I mean, it um, was on, uh, he has lost the last four or five cases where he's there is no longer an emergency. So how can you have an emergency? Simple as that. For the president uh, or a governor to take on extraordinary powers, there doesn't just have to be an emergency. There has to be a catastrophic emergency. 
hasn't been one of those, in, 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 if, if at all, in a year and a half. Now he said there is no emergency. So if there's any problem with it, you should be in front of the, the get up to the highest court in the state and get the damn thing uh, declared unconstitutional if anybody's going to rely on it. Not going to hurt the congressional campaigns as much because they can fight it out on the ground. Where it hurts is in the statewide campaigns where you don't know where everybody, what everybody's doing. So if that's an issue in, let's say, Pennsylvania or in, um, it isn't in New York, but if it's an issue in Pennsylvania, if it's an issue in any of the bigger states, we should be in court. I don't know. If we're not, something's wrong. We've, we've always had this issue of, of what's called standing. Would Oz have standing to do this? Would the statewide, would Tudor Dixon in Michigan, would Oz in uh would Oz in uh, in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania would Kerry Lake in uh, well, or, I mean, or, or Blake is, Masters in Arizona? The answer, the answer as a fair and impartial lawyer is yes. You get before the uh, wrong Democrat judge, and the answer is he'll just decide, you know, on what party you're part of. So we no longer have real justice in America all the time. But the answer is yes, and it's worth a try because you can get to an appellate court, and it would be a pretty stupid decision right now. With the president himself saying there's no emergency, I mean, there's nobody left saying there's an emergency except them, so they can cheat in the election. Okay, with six weeks to go, then here we are. You know, this is historic since 1862. Right now, we're you know working in 74 districts in the in the House. People are talking about anywhere from a 10 to 30 or 40 pickup, depending on how it breaks. It looks like things are breaking our way, no matter what the suppression polls. The Hill newspaper has another one today. The Democrats on the generic poll are still up too, but that includes, that's a nationwide poll with all the big cities in it. So it's not really battleground by battleground. We've had Alex DeGrasse from Team Elise on here to go through math, which he will be doing also tomorrow and the next day. What, what, what would be your advice to the posse? By the way, I just want to add one thing as we're talking here with Rudy. If you had, if you're like the average American, right, and you had had some idea that you're going to retire in the next couple of years, five years, and you were depending upon your 401k and what you had put away in bonds and in stocks and in the value of your house, uh, get ready to roll your sleeves up. Uh, you're not going to be kicking back. Highly unlikely you'll be kicking back and enjoying the fruits of your labor, of your 40 years of labor, at least anytime soon. And that is brought to you by Joe Biden. These are created crises. This just didn't happen. These are created crises by their policies. And anybody that's under 35 years old, if you vote for these Democrats, you absolutely deserve 100% to become a debt slave because that's what you're going to be. So this yeah. is, it's just, I hate to be that brutally frank, but just look at the math. And we've been dead right on this economy since the day the guy took office. Yeah. We told you what was going to happen. Now we have literally a stagflation energy, a stagflation problem like the 70s, an energy crisis like the 70s. We have a valuation problem uh, in, the, in the stock market with the, all this easy money has been pumped in there. You have a valuation problem. Uh, like the bubble of the, uh, the internet bubble. And now you have a financial crisis building like 2008 in real estate. So you have all these and now an international currency crisis uh, that's uh, also triggered by the printing of too much money. These are all converging, all created crises by these guys, all of it. And it's now coming down on you. So if you're under 35, you vote for them, you're going to be a debt slave. Just sign up for it. Say, oh, I understand. It. I don't mind being a debt slave. And if you're getting ready to retire, if you vote for these people, you're just ensuring you're never going to retire. I hate to say it, right? Because most people can't, obviously can't live on this social security payment. You've worked your entire life to have something better. That's all being eviscerated, including $9 trillion just since April, $9 trillion just in the stock market. Doesn't include the bloodbath in bonds, doesn't include the bloodbath that's upon us in mark-to-market real estate. None of it. That's all created. Look at, look at the fall. Everybody that's orange man bad and spits on the floor when you hear Donald Trump's name, ask yourself now, would you rather have the fall in Christmas of 2019 or would you rather have the fall in Christmas of 2022? That's the question. That's the question. That's the referendum. What would you rather have? If you want 22, if you want the fall in Christmas of 2022, vote for Joe Biden. Do it. It's a free country. That's what democracy is about. If you want the economy and where the world was in 2019, then vote against Joe Biden. That's, it comes down to something that simple. Rudy Giuliani, your, your thoughts and uh, ideas on this, sir? Well, my, my, my thoughts are, first of all, make sure that the state Democratic Party is not 
making use of. I mean, what is what's the biggest one? The mail in the mail in voting and no ability of Republicans to observe those ballots. If that's the case, if there's going to be no ability to observe, they're getting ready to cheat. because That's the way they did it before. Uh, a lot of states have cured that. Some haven't. You got to make sure in a statewide election that that's the, that's the case. And second, you got to stick to the message discipline the way you are right now, uh, uh, Steve. It's really important because the only way Democrats win here is to divert us, to divert us off into abortion or divert us off into something, whatever it is that there is going to be the latest uh, me, uh, media thing. And cheat. Uh, and the cheat. issues are there. We, we should win this. We should win this by a, a fairly good number. And remember, in 2010, we were down by 2%. Uh, exactly the same yep. thing. Big time. Rudy, your podcast, your radio show, your contents, not just more relevant, but but people, it's more necessary for people to to to, to follow you. And people should know that Rudy's just not a warrior in this campaign right now, but be a major figure in the uh, in the days and weeks to come as we turn this mess around. Rudy, how do people get to you, sir? Rudy Giuliani CS.com. Rudy Giuliani CS.com. And uh, we've got one Today, we have one on the Italian election and the big, tremendous win for the right wing there, which reminds me a little of Brexit when we were running in 2016, uh, as a, as a sort def- of prophecy of what was going to happen for us. As a, as a, as a forerunner. Yes. And I know you know you Maloney Actually, and I was team just thinking there. about Brexit and uh, Farage coming over and campaigning yep. with, uh, with, with Trump. Yep. And then all of a sudden, boom, same thing happened. <laughs> yeah. And MSNBC, they were mocking us. They said, who's this English guy? Why is he in Memphis? Why is he in Jackson, Mississippi? Yeah, Joe who's Scarborough this Italian woman? Pro- oh, Joe Scarborough proved to me oh, for all time what a rube he is. Why they have an English guy opening for, you know, <laughs> you have you have, you have have 12,000 people, you know, throwing roses on the stage. look like a rock yeah, he concert. Did, he did and, and these the rubes, most- these rubes I mean, of the New York Times and, and Morning Mika's. Oh, yeah. He's fabulous. And, but here's the thing. Everybody knew him, just like everybody knows Maloney. Everybody knows Farage. Everybody knows Bolsonaro. The, the, the deplorables yeah. have a better sense of geopolitics and global capital markets than your betters on MSNBC every day. In fact, Ari Melber did a big thing last night about, oh, my God, Italy and Bannon and all these people. We'll, we'll maybe play that when we have some time this afternoon. Rudy, you're an American hero. Uh, keep fighting, sir. Thank you, Stephen. Keep going. You're terrific. Thank you, brother. Rudy's also on uh, air every day on WABC. So Rudy just said, I want to bring in Greg Stentrum and, and Leah Hoops. Rudy just said the magic words, mail-in ballots, nobody watching. This is how they steal it, right? We couldn't have had a better tee-up. We couldn't have had a better tee-up. We're going to go to Delaware County. Let me say, Greg, if we got a good hookup with you, I just once again, just give the audience, give me two or three minutes on exactly why Rudy's right and what he's talking about essentially is Delaware County Pennsylvania of how they stole it in 2020. Walk through how this election was stolen, sir. I'll start with the uh, fact that Soros money and CTL money, Zuckerberg, used to target eight swing states and 32 counties. 32 counties can swing the vote in 3,200 counties in the United States. In terms of what they did in Delaware County specifically, is they they inserted 120,000 fake ballots improved and they inserted and infused 50,000 electronic ballots B drive and they hid 70,000 real ballots all of these things improved and then they fraudulently certified 327,000 votes did it moments before the certification in Pennsylvania President Trump was still winning at that point and Delaware County unilaterally handed the election in Pennsylvania to Biden so here, here's, okay, and so Leah, what Greg just lays out are pretty shocking, particularly given the scale of the numbers. And we've got to remember, let's go back to election night. And, you know, they've got this, they say secret recording. Uh, it was Steve Bannon arguing for uh, 40 days leading up to it on, you know, on dozens and dozens of Zoom calls with state parties, et cetera. What Mark Elias had told us was a transition integrity project. And we were sitting there going, hey, Trump's up. They, they've already told you how they're going to steal it with these mail-in ballots. They've told you how they're going to do it. You, you got to step up there at 10 or 11 o'clock at night when you're ahead and say, hey, I'm winning. I'm the winner. Remember, it's it, there's no legal, <laughs> there's nothing legal about that. But he's going to say he can take the high ground, which he should have done. 
He should have done today because exactly it would have put more focus on Delaware County. If you folks have the evidence that Greg just talked about, why are we here in September of 2022 and you're on the war room? Talk about you've got a great book called The Parallel Election. I recommend everybody read it because your head will blow up. Why is this not front and center that even the fact that these races in Pennsylvania today, we know that it can't happen again. Why, why is this something that you two are coming on war room and we're still talking about uh, two years later, ma'am? So I'm going to give it to you straight, Steve. Uh, there has been a lot of suppression and that comes even from within the, uh, the movement. There are a lot of grifters that are inside of this movement. There are a lot of people that pretend that they are actual conservatives. You have the RNC that goes up against us. You have uh, people that have big platforms that are self-serving that have been keeping us uh, suppressed. And actually, our ex-attorneys would be uh, two of them. So, you know, we've been screaming from the rooftops since March, actually, March of 2020 about this stuff. And unfortunately, Steve, I don't have a platform like you uh, to be able to get this information. We have tried hey, knocking on every door, every door okay, possible. Hang on, hang on a second. Slow down. Mm -hmm. let's, sure. just let's just take one. Let's just take one. Why would the RNC, when it would be in their interest to not just show what happened in 2020, but also to show so we, this doesn't happen again in Delaware County, where right now you're in a dogfight with Mastriano versus Shapiro, and you're in a dogfight of Oz versus Fetterman, and obviously you got congressional seats, but you have two statewide seats. Why would the RNC not take your evidence, particularly if its evidence is going to come out and eventually come out to embarrass him? Why would they not support you, ma'am? So in 2020, I'll give you an example. We were told that RNC lawyers were inside the counting center and that they had everything under control. They were observing. Well, when Greg walked into the room, he said that there were two turnips there who had no idea what they were looking at and had no idea what they were supposed to be observing. I also know from people that we've worked with um, who worked alongside the RNC said that the same thing happened in Philadelphia County. The new social media taking on big tech protecting free speech and canceling cancel culture join the marketplace of ideas the platform for independent thought has arrived superior technology no more selling your personal data no more censorship no more cancel culture enough getter has arrived it's time to say what you want the way you want download now okay welcome back um I want to make sure I want to go to something, and I think this be <clears throat> if you can pull up the cover. Remember, the Las Vegas Review is, has this article about how in, in Nevada, of which we're winning there, both the governor's race, secretary of state, and the Senate with Adam Laxalt at the tip of the spear. They said they had an analysis, and they said, hey, it's pretty obvious that the Democratic Party uh, is banking on college-educated women, and the Republican Party has made a bet on working-class Hispanics, and uh, I'll take that bet. I'll take that bet throughout the country, okay? Um, and, and that's why we're one of the reasons we're winning. It could win very big in Nevada. And I want to go back to Charlie Kirk. I think everybody, you know, I've noticed this. As people go to college, they get dumber. They get more indoctrinated. They just get dumber. Charlie's got a great book, The College Scam. And I, and I recommend every parent read it because Charlie's not a college graduate. Look, he's built a, he's built a, a Goliath from scratch. Go to The College Scam right now. You get half off, 15 bucks, TPUSA dot com uh, slash Bannon put Bannon in there and you get the you go right to the discount but get this book and get it to people thinking about going to college you know one of the debate points last night with a Joe Kent was about technical training and we're 100 percent we believe in that we believe that the crafts and working with your hands and knowing how to fix things and knowing how to make things is going to be the future for so many people in this country right you don't need a college education, particularly when you get it's just indoctrination you're just getting dumber and you can see that in every stat every uh, statistic, and particularly when we see these debates going on with these college-educated people and what they think reality is. Remember, let me just repeat something. For all of you that did not read The College Scam by <laughs> Charlie Kirk and you went to college, if you're college-educated and you're under, let's say, 35, 40 years old, but if you're under 35, particularly what they call the young people, if you vote for Democrats, you deserve all the debt slavery that's coming to you because your life financially and economically is going to be a disaster. And this is just the hard math. And, and Steve Cortez is going to join us in the next hour. So everybody under 35, take your number two pencil out 
and you can write down, we'll, we'll give you the mathematical formulas for how you're about to be crushed as a generation, okay? Because this is happening right now. Go read The College Scam. If you haven't gone, read The College Scam. And, and you'll, you'll learn about the cartel. This is the, the $1 trillion shift of, of those college debts. Remember, it just doesn't go away. Somebody's got to pay for it. The person who pays for it is you in this audience, particularly working class people. Last night on the stage, she should have been able to defend that. Why, why are you transferring a trillion dollars from these deadbeats, really from the cartel of these colleges that have cranked out these graduate students, graduate students with these bogus diplomas that they can't make a living? So they got to depend upon working class people. Once again, the working class has to come and bail it out, right? When is that going to stop? It's going to stop when you vote it out. When you give them a democracy suppository that they so richly deserve. Okay, Greg and Leah, here, I've kind of thought this through now, and here's what we got to do, because the, the, your, your evidence, you say your receipts, is kind of complicated. It's simple when you think about it, but it's kind of complicated. And it dovetails right into Mark Elias, how they said they were going to steal it. Remember, uh, September 29th, what, six weeks before the election, I went on national TV on, on Showtime with John Heilman, uh, who's nobody, right, trying to blow me up on the anniversary of the 16 debate at Hofstra University. And I told him exactly how it was going to happen exactly to a T how it was going to happen and how they weren't going to be able to certify these Biden electors because of the, the nonsense that went on in places like Delaware County, Pennsylvania, and that Biden's electors would not be able to be certified according to the Electoral Count Act of 1887. Oh, by the way, which they're trying to change even as we speak because they understand that we understood it thoroughly and knew exactly how it was. So they're now trying to define the vice president just ministerial. It's not ministerial. It's not ministerial had full right to have listened to the state legislatures that wanted those back, particularly the president pro tem of the Senate of Pennsylvania that requested them to come back and they needed 10 days. He sent the letter on January 5th. He wanted 10 days to the 15th to go through the process of could the Biden electors be certified. And one of the things they wanted to look at, guess what, was Delaware County, Pennsylvania. Okay. So I think what we have to do, we did this for Frank Gaffney, the Committee on the Present Danger, and they've got another huge seminar tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Go to the Committee on the Present Danger. We'll have the links up. These seminars are now two a week, and people love them, about, the, about our takedown of the Chinese Communist Party and about their infiltration here in the United States, number one, and the other seminars every week are about internationally, how we combat them every day, because one of our objectives is to take down the transnational criminal organization that is the Chinese Communist Party. We have to do, I think, with you guys, we have to take the book and do like a seminar on it. You're going to have to take, we're going to have to take it like an hour for you to present your receipts and present your evidence because the book is am amazingly compelling. Uh, and if you have the receipts, then this thing's got, you know, it's it, this is going to be, as I keep telling people, in the new Congress. They keep talking about impeaching. Look, we're going to move on the invasion of the southern border. We're going to move on uh, Hunter Biden in the laptop from hell. But one of the things that we're going to do in the next Congress, <clears throat> we're going to adjudicate the 2020 election. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're going to adjudicate the 2020 election. And one of the places we're going to adjudicate it is in Delaware County, Pennsylvania. Exactly what happened, who's responsible and how they're held accountable. Because this election, this is an illegitimate regime. I, I don't care if the New York Times and the owners of the New York Times don't like me saying it. It's an illegitimate regime. Elections have consequences. Stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. And we've seen it. Look around. Look at the world today. You know, President Trump's even volunteering to go in and, and sort out the Ukraine mess, right, to come back, uh, you know, from Mar-a-Lago, Mar where he should not be right now. He should be at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Greg and Leah, how did they get to the book? Because we got to do a seminar. we got to give you guys an hour to walk through your evidence in front of an audience and take incoming questions, even from people who don't agree with you. So where where... Where do they get the book to start off with? How do they get this as a, as a primer for the evidence that you guys will put forward? Leah, why don't you tell us uh, where, where they go? Sure. Uh, they can go to www.parallelelection.com. You can also find it on Books A Million, Barnes & Noble, uh, and Amazon. And Steve, I wanted to mention I was an alternate elector for uh, Trump for Pennsylvania. So I was present uh, and signed my name to that paper because I knew about Delaware County, obviously. Uh, Greg, uh, quickly, how do people get to any social media you've got? We've got about 30 seconds. I want to make sure people follow you. We set up a social media platform, www.patriot.online. Patriot.online. We also have a donate button there. Donate, seek, fund, Patriot Online. Buy the book. Okay. 
I will come back to you guys afterwards, our production team. We'll figure this out. This this has to be put forward to the nation because guess what? It's going to be put forward in congressional hearings starting in, I don't know, January, February of 2023. We're going to adjudicate the 2020 election. Greg Stentrum, Leah Hoops, thank you. Thank you for being patriots and thank you for hanging with us. Okay, short break, going back to the border. We got Benzman, Cortez, all of it. Next hour, War Room. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% and do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. 